Rob Tricadelli um, has the unenviable task of following the Dodd-Frank ballet. He is brave with Bloomberg BNA, which means right now he's looking at the chairman of the House Financial Services Committee. I believe I have that right. Mr. Henserling of Texas. Rob, good morning. Um, Congresswoman Waters disagrees with new proposals by the Republicans in the House a special interest wish list. I'm shocked. I'm just shocked. What's the likelihood that this loan effort will gain traction? Uh, well, what's the likelihood it will become law zero? Um, there's going to be there will be resistance from Democrats in the Senate. Um, the White House would veto something like this if it's a standalone measure. I mean, this is pretty much a messaging effort, and you know, with the political calculus being the way it is, we kind of knew that any sweeping effort in yeah. 2016 would be messaging. Thank you so much for your clarity there. That's what we suggest for someone who went to college in the frozen tundra of Albany and RPI. Uh, when, when, you, when, you, when you look, Rob, at the messaging of this, who I, I'm fascinated by this. Who is Chairman Henserling speaking to when he wants to tear down the Dodd-Frank walls? Well, this, he, he frames this as um, as focusing on community banks mostly because um, you hear a lot of complaints from uh, sure. you know the, the trade groups there. But if you look, there are um, you know he's he's this proposal also includes changes to the Financial Stability Oversight Council that would also benefit um, large banks too. So it is um it is it is uh, overall kind of a very deregulatory um, proposal but he does want to increase some of the powers of the securities and exchange commission is that sort of uh, his version of a trade off uh, to some extent, I mean the the SEC penalties in this proposal. I mean there there's no formal bill yet either. We we haven't seen formal text yet. Um, his people say that that'll be in the coming weeks. But um, lucky you, the, right? The uh, but the proposal, as he outlined it, um, says that uh, you know he wants to increase caps on. Uh, penalties when there are investor losses and for insider trading, and um, that is yeah. new coming from from House Republicans. Okay, this is critical. You mentioned it's community banks and all that, but I get the idea. He wants to do away with a Volcker rule. Our listeners that are least sophisticated on Dodd Frank get the idea that the Volcker rule tried to get rid of proprietary desk troubles in big banks. Somebody in Washington wants to bring that back. Help me with that. Uh, yeah, well, there are. I mean, the, the Congress has been doing this a little bit now, trying to chip away at the Volcker rule, um, especially in the House for the last couple of years. Anyway, you know, taking certain um, taking certain securitizations and trying to exempt them from it. And um, you know, there's a very active industry effort to just roll back this. Um, this effort. It, it, it is, uh, you know, it was designed to kind of curb some of the riskiest trading in the wake of the crisis, but you have, you know, a lot of industry players who want to chip away at it. What's the, uh, what's the likelihood that some of this uh, gets into some sort of um, reform of Dodd-Frank? I mean, people have been looking to give the SEC a boost for years, and uh, even Hillary Clinton has argued that um, there could be changes to Dodd-Frank coming. 
Well, I think anything, any changes to Dodd-Frank in, in this Congress that you would see would, would not come in any kind of standalone bill for the reasons already mentioned right. by Senate and White House resistance. But we've seen this in the past where, um, where congressional Republicans will attach substantive language to spending bills, um, which is what we saw with swaps push out a couple of, or at the end of uh, 2014, I think, or, uh, but the, um, uh, and the House has pushed some of these smaller incremental changes to Dodd-Frank, so it wouldn't shock me to see some of those attached to a spending bill, but House Republicans have had their own challenges just with the appropriations process in general this year, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it, it, it seems less likely than what it might have been in the past, just with these general troubles with the with the spending do, process in the in the in Congress. Do you have any idea how Mr. Trump would react to the Hensarling proposal? I, I, no, not really. I mean, he he has said um, a couple of times over the last few months that you know Dodd Frank is a, a disaster and he would want to get rid of it, and you know he'd probably be open to something along this along these lines. But he's also said that his campaign would have a more comprehensive economic financial proposal that they would come out with about now in the coming weeks, hopefully. And so, mm-hmm. you know, waiting with right. bated breath for that. Right. How many pages of Dodd Frank have you actually read? Come on. Uh, almost. I, I don't know about number of pages, but as a percent, probably 90. I mean, you've read 90 percent of Dodd Frank. I mean, I've been on the beat for two and a half years, so, you know... You, and you it took you like, that long. <laughs> Why you, Yen, take a note. Mr. Tricanelli never appears in the show again. Anyone who's read 9% of Dodd-Frank has to oh, be Oh, no, we got to have him back because we should he's have the only back. one who knows what he's talking about. Can we do a special hour with Rob Tricanelli the day he does 101% yeah. of Dodd-Frank live in studio? He'll just finish it in time for the amendments. They're good. Rob Chicanelli, thank you so much. Bloomberg BNA, RPI, Cornell Law, brilliance on things Dodd-Frank.